welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or even listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have been a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfish, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. We've all been there. No more catfish. On motto, who you see is who you meet. Every profile is reviewed and verified by a real human. Get motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash mottoblocktalk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, gay and queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Bravo Land has some drama, and not everybody knows what the fuck is happening, but we're going to try to figure it out. It's time for the Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If a headline was made, then it's fair game for Shade. And joining me this week is Mikey. How are you? I'm very, very lovely. Um, Friends, here in America, we just sprung forward. We lost an hour of fucking sleep, and I'm not happy about it. And DoorDash fucked up my order, so great morning. I'm actually kind of okay right now with the lost sleep, but it's because my dog has been waking me up at six in the goddamn morning to play the past week and a half. And now it was seven. So I like woke up at a time I normally want to wake up. That sounds so good for you. I'm I'm so proud of you. Uh, Does your husband wake you up to play in the morning? No, we're married. Oh, separate rooms. No, (laughs) that would be wonderful. No. All right, we're going to be taking five pop culture topics, headline stories, and rather than the usual rapid fire, we're going to break them apart and share our thoughts. There are lots of things happening in the given week, so some of your favorites might not make it, make it but if you want something to be discussed, reach out to me and Michael Block Talk on Instagram. No promises. Um, this is not a topic, but I'm just going to say it. RuPaul, thank you for saying something. Is it enough? Not, not a fucking chance, but at least you said something. Oh, yeah, I did see that she finally said something. Um, uh, the word trans was nowhere uh, near your um, little statement, which is very telling, but whatever. At least we got some progress starting, right? Wild. Let's do this. Um, the name on everybody's lips is going to be Raquel, and then it will cause Sandoval and Ariana to break up, and thus causes the immediate mental breakdown of the Vanderpump Rules fandom. Friends, welcome to Scandoval. The affair that rocked the headlines has caused the hit Bravo reality series to be topic number one of the week. If you're as lost as I am, I had to consult some experts. So here we go. Are you are you ready for this? Are you ready? I don't know what's happening. So you're gonna have to explain this to me. So here's what I can deduce thanks to Austin and Cody, big fans of Amber Pomp Rules. Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox got together almost 10 years ago, which allegedly kind of started after Sandoval, yes, there's going to be another na- person named Tom involved, was cheating on his girlfriend, Kristen. 
Flash forward 10 years, Tom Schwartz is married to Katie Maloney. They get a divorce. Rachel Raquel Levis, who we will call Raquel, is engaged to James Kennedy, but they break up. Raquel is spotted making out with Schwartz, starting a huge war in the friend group. She is also seen making out with Grassell from Real Houses of Beverly Hills Sun, who is also Lisa Vanderpump's employee. But the headline-making news was Raquel and Sandoval had an affair for six months, causing Sandoval and Ariana to break up. So Raquel is slutting around, breaking a fan favorite couple up for good. Since then, Shayna Shea has allegedly punched Raquel. Raquel is suing most of the cast because Sandoval allegedly screen recorded one of their steamy FaceTime sex sessions without her consent and sent to the cast. Oh, and this is all the backdrop to finding out this week that Lisa Vanderpump's Pump Lounge and Tom Tom Restaurant both just lost their liquor licenses. Is this all just a distraction for that? Oh, yeah. They lost their liquor license a while ago. I remember. Well, I think it was I was. Officially... No, it's officially this week because someone I'm friends with on Facebook last night was like, well, now that's out there, we lost our jobs last night. Um, so... Oh, yeah, no, no, no. That was known in LA for like a while now. So this is just, well, filming now and being on TV, it's just caught up, it looks like. I don't know. My friend just said he stopped working last night. So, um, what the fuck? It's West Hollywood. It's the real friends of West Hollywood. I mean, this is the show that MTV really wanted, didn't they? This is the show they wanted. I mean, this is just a... I can't do these, like, Bravo, messy-ass reality shit. Like, Jersey Shore is about all I can handle. And that's MTV, motherfucker. I know. Wrong network. I know. Uh, So the Bravo land drama means nothing to you. No, I don't... You're not invested in it. I can't. I tried. I tried to do the prostitution horses, and that's the, the only one season. I was able. That's the best season. That's like the only one I've been able to kind of watch. I one time um, sat. I was in line at the grocery store when I lived in LA, and Mark Hamlin was behind me. Was Lisa Rinna there? No, I was pissed. My husband, or no, Harry Hamlin. Harry Hamlin. Yeah, I was Harry Hamlin. Not Mark. Mark Hamlin is a. See, clearly, I like. I'm a mess. Like, I don't even um, know. So. Listen, the, the, I've been told no matter what, we're all going to be Team Ariana. I feel like Team Ariana in any situation is the way to go. Um, because if you're not Team Ariana Grande, people like actually will murder you. Um, um, hold on a second. What? Now you know we don't fucks with Ariana Grande. I we're not talking about Ariana Grande. We're you just said about Ariana Grande. Ariana. I know. I'm saying in any situation for this situation, we're Team Ariana, like tar- Ariana Maddox, like the person in this situation. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Ariana's have been nothing but torture in my life. So like. I don't know if I can fuck with her. I don't know anything about really about the situation, but like. But she's the innocent bystander in this entire situation. Is so maybe this one singular time in Ariana is. We don't like the girl who changed her name from Rachel to Raquel. Oh, that's a little gross. Yeah. And apparently I guess she was a fan of the show and then ended up working there and they got on the show. So she's a hot mess machine. You know what? Good. They got their drama. They're getting their TV. They're having a grand old time. I, I like, okay. I, I apologize to whoever I offend right now, but I almost feel like Andy Cohen brought like manufactures this sometimes. Hundred percent. I hate Andy Cohen. And I'm telling you, with this news about the um the liquor license, I'm telling it's supposed to be the distraction from all the other bullshit. Um, have you ever been involved in a work friend group that slept around this much? No, because I'm not an idiot and neither are my work friends. Never at the banana? Never at the girl. Me and a bunch of straight women. Listen. With fake designer bags? (gasps) No, not in upstate New York. 
definitely in upstate New York and definitely in LA, like roll in with their fucking like not cough Gucci being like, oh my God, look at my real Gucci. Like that says Gucky. Gucky. That does not Um, say Gucci. If you knew about like this kind of work drama at work, what do you do? Or do you just sit back and eat the popcorn? Bitch, I eat the popcorn. I pull up the the chair the with the drink in hand. Like, I'm going to watch this shit unfold because uh-uh, I'm staying out of it. I'm too booked and blessed to be dealing with any of this drama, which is why you don't get involved with coworkers. You should not ever sleep with a coworker. It's messy. It's never not been messy. So let, let, let's, let's say in my world, in, in nightlife, um, we don't necessarily work together all the time, but we, we as a community are like intertwined. Can that get away? Can, we, can the nightlife people do each other or is that still like drama? Like work and how? Like, like sometimes you do a gig together, you, you pass each other at a bar, um, you maybe do a benefit show together, but you don't like necessarily work together all the time. That's different, but like, the Vanderpump, that's not the case, I'm assuming. It's, no, I'm no. assuming they're all like working at the same place every week together, like multiple times a week. Like yeah, that's messy. It's different if it's like, hey, I'm doing a drag show at um, the Eagle. And then. Yeah, okay, bullshit. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Very and then in like four months, I'm doing a drag show at the Stonewall Inn with the same person. Like that's different. But like, if you're like, then oh. Then it becomes a fun anecdote on Mike. Then it's like, oh yeah, we fucked each other. Like that's fine. But okay, like okay. if you're like working the bar together or working the door together, or like you are that is your host bar and you have one of your host drag queens there, like you don't sleep where you shit. That is the rule. Okay. okay. Now or you don't eat where you shit. That's what it is. Why are people so obsessed with the story? And what does that say about the nature of being a celeb reality star? People are so obsessed with the story because we're all messy and we live for the drama. And we all, everyone's like, oh, I don't like drama. No, we all love drama. We just don't like being involved in drama. Let's not pretend like we're not the first, that nobody in the world is the first one there with their bag of popcorn the minute they see shit going down. People get pulled over in front of my house all the time for things like speeding, every once in a while drunk driving. And I'm sitting there in my windows with my popcorn watching this shit. We live for the drama. Have you ever been called in as a witness? No, they don't know. I turn all the lights off. Oh, but you just go. I literally am like looking out the window like. Will you go back and watch Vanderpump Rules now? No. No, this hasn't inspired you to go back and watch. Absolutely not. I'm literally starting my journey of, of not watching reality TV like that. I will watch Ruffle. I don't even watch all the Ruppel anymore. I used to watch it all. I can't. I just have so many other things I've been doing. I've been reading. I'm really getting, I've been reading a lot. Who reads? I'm, I've already read about 16 books this year. I'm really proud that you know how to read. Fuck you. I'm doing better than Leah Michelle, at least. Well, everyone's doing better than Leah Michelle. I don't know. She um, got a big bag of money. I think there's only one way you will be invested in the story. What's the way? If it becomes a movie and it gets nominated for an Oscar. Correct. Then I will watch the singular thing that's been nominated from it. Okay. Okay. Well, um, this is probably going to be a thing for a while. So strap in, folks. Uh, Scandal is here. Cool. Work. All right. Sitcom star and offspring of Billy Ray Cyrus has released her eighth studio album, Endless Summer Vacation. And yes. 
Hannah Montana can buy Miley Cyrus flowers because they get the best of both worlds being the same person. The lead single and the aforementioned flowers uh, has been a commercial success, finding itself at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 for six consecutive weeks. The album received positive reviews, praising the production, commercial appeal, and Cyrus's vocal performance. Like many good pop albums nowadays, Endless Summer Vacation features appearances by the likes of Sia and Brandy Carlisle. Um, you didn't have a chance to listen to the full album, but you know of the song Flowers, correct? Oh, I fuck with the song Flowers. Um, it's a bop, certified bop, song of the year. It's Miley Cyrus, though. Like, Miley Cyrus is a good performer, and people want to shit on her because she was on Disney Channel. No, people want to shit on her because she 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 was a child and was crazy for a little bit. Well, this, I mean, she left, she left Disney. She was it trying was to find, well, she was trying to find, because she's talked about this. She's trying to find her identity, and she was trying to explore what it meant to be her without Disney, because she started that when she was, like, 12. Correct. So, like, she really tried to find her identity and she was trying to like break away from that good girl, wholesome thing that Disney was having her do. And even when she tried to transition and be Miley with the Disney backing, they still were like, we don't really like your good girl songs and blah, 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 blah. And so then she was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go hard, hard switch. And bangers. And like, thankfully she has stopped trying on the stereotype of a black woman as an identity she was doing that for a while um what she was okay i love miley i love miley and i can recognize when she was very problematic and that she has since you know she's grown she's she came in like a wrecking ball what did you expect i love that song that song's a fucking bop um but she's releasing great music she's a huge advocate and like she practices what she preaches the number of times i mean she's gotten an award and brought someone else on stage to give a speech about homelessness about the queer identity i mean i really can fuck with miley cyrus i really can remember uh, when she brought all the drag queens at the vmas yep i love Um, her the climb is that one of your go-to karaoke songs no, and it should be. It's it always be. one of, the, it's like a sneaker, but like I do a lot of karaoke with the older generation. So? They don't know that song. And like Teach when them. you're at karaoke, you want to have like bops that people are going to, every time I walk off the stage, people are like, that was a great song. You sound fantastic. Been fabulous. They're like, saying that because they think you're hot. Middle-aged women with husbands? No. Um, how many middle-aged women are in love with Adam Lambert? Many. They think they Wait, can Adam Lambert's still alive? Wow. Um, okay. I did that personally just to attack you a little bit. I just called you hot and you insult me like that. Wow. Wow. I'm not going to take it back because facts are facts, but... Um, I'm just giving um, you a hard time. You've already... I, but you have been through enough this morning, so I shouldn't... I have been. I have been. It was very traumatizing. DoorDash, I'm not done with you. I'm getting my full refund. Um, but are you excited for the upcoming tour that's going to happen because of it? Are you going to go? I legally can't talk about this topic right now. Um, well, I want to go see Miley. So if anyone wants to go see Miley with me, I'm sure it's going to be a bop. Um, are you looking forward to watching her little Disney Plus special? Yeah, that's when I saw this on the list. That's what I thought it was because it's called the same thing. Well, that's because that's the album. 
I didn't. I'm just excited to see Rufus Wainwright play with her. Um, I love me some Rufus Wainwright, and Rufus Wainwright deserves more attention by the peoples. Um, Did she do any fun collabs? Yeah, Sia and Brandi Carlisle. I I do like some Brandi Carlisles. I don't really love Sia. Oh, no, I no, I do love. I thought I thought was Sierra. I don't see it music. She's fine. I mean, Sia's good. Chandelier. Sia writes better music, I think, than she performs. If that makes sense. Okay, interesting. She's a very, very, very talented songwriter. Yeah, brilliant songwriter. Um, Miley, congrats on the new album. I know all the um, Smilers are very happy and very excited. I mean, there have been a lot of tribute drag shows already, so get ready, get ready. All right. Um, Is Jenna Ortega a diva or a brilliant mindset in a tiny little package? While making an appearance on Dax Shepard's Armchair Expert, the Wednesday star shared she modified parts of the script in order to make the character real and authentic. She went on to say that there were times that she became unprofessional where she just started changing lines and sat down with the writers to explain why she couldn't do certain things. Ortega says she was very protective of the character and even notes that the infamous viral dance scene was changed from a flash mob to which she vetoed so what is your take while she was ultimately right did she go about it the right way was she an unprofessional diva or just passionate about a character she was portraying that's such a tough line because none of us were there i mean she's openly admitting she's even saying at times she was unprofessional and like the whole love triangle thing she said she hated and didn't want And like, so clearly she did not get final say on changing everything. But Mm -hmm. I mean, there's gotta be, she clearly wasn't so unprofessional because they just made her executive producer. Because she probably said, I'm not doing the show without that title. Or because she knew what she was doing. And then they saw that the show is brilliant because of the work she put in and because of the decisions she pushed for. I will say, there's always the opportunity to collaborate with the actor portraying the role. It, as a writer myself, I love chatting with a writer and being okay with a, an actor and being like, okay, this is what I have. Um, let, if you want to play around, let's let's chat. Let's have a conversation. You don't do what she did and just change it on the spot without a conversation. That's where I'm like, eh, eh, I don't think you should do it. Was she right in what she wanted? Yes, but there's a more professional way of doing it. And I will say. It's because she's 20 years old. She doesn't really know. I was just going to say she's young and like everything. Again, another Disney child. Um, Was she a Disney child? Yes, she was. What was she in Um, that was Disney? That's how she made her uh, debut. Hold on. No, she was in. No, she was a Disney child. A stuck in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. She was a Disney child. Um, So you don't do that on that kind of show. Usually it's your mom, uh, but like, you don't do that. Uh, so she doesn't really know better. That being said, it worked out for her. She is the star of the show. She is the character. She wants to embody the character that is going to work. And it worked. Um, I just hope it doesn't go to her head because that could be a problem moving well, forward. She's turning into a brilliant actress in the horror genre. Yes. Um, if anyone watched Saturday Night Live last night, that's literally all they made her do because she can't do anything but right now. But that's the thing. Like, not everybody needs to be Meryl Streep. She can be the Meryl Streep of horror and 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 be brilliant. And maybe we'll see horror get some recognition finally at the Oscars. Sweetheart, the Meryl Streep of horror is Jamie Lee Curtis. 
Wow, you are insulting Halloween right now. So, 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 so. Jamie Lee Curtis is the queen. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I think Jenna Ortega is better. Turn around. Michael Myers is about to murder you. I can see in my camera he's not. I And they put him in the wood chipper. So not happening. Girl, there's going to be more Halloween. He, no, it's gonna... done forever. Like, and that's the thing. They're going to put Pinocchio his ass. Jamie Lee Curtis is a great actress. I think Jenna Ortega is better. And I think... I mean, it took Jamie Lee Curtis how long to get a nomination? I'm not saying overall. I said the Meryl Streep of horror is Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is the queen of horror. Okay. okay. I don't view that as the same thing. And Meryl Streep is the queen of getting nominations for movies she shouldn't get nominations for. Correct. Correct. So correct. Well, that's the thing. Meryl Streep does a movie and we nominate her in it just because it's Meryl Streep. She didn't get nominated for Mamma Mia. That was a travesty. She did for Into the Woods. Yes, but that was a beautiful movie. You just hate James oh, Corden. Dad. Just say it. Just say it. No, I wanted to fuck James Corden for the longest time. And then he became really cringy, and I no longer want to do that. Yeah, that I loved out. him. I loved him in, in all the British shit he was doing, and I loved him in his stage shit. And then he fucking came and got that late, late bullshit. And then he was in every single fucking movie musical that was existed, and like wasn't a vibe anymore. What are you gonna do if he just shows up in Wicked without anyone announcing it? Not be surprised because I'm we've not sure heard he's who's playing Dylan yet. I'm pretty sure he's executive producing, which means he's going to slap his fucking face into that fucking show. We'll see. Now, Mikey, you are a thespian lesbian. Um, Would you go rogue and change a script of a piece you're in? So I have a super funny story. I have never done that. When I was doing Seussical, our director thought that he could just rewrite parts of the script because he didn't like what it was saying and someone turned us into mti yeah um i am currently working on a new piece of work like so i'm working on this musical called solstice it has never been performed anywhere the playwright is currently our musical director for it um that is a collaborative effort though i would never Mm -hmm. go in and just be like i'm changing this line because i don't like what you wrote that's all I would be having do. a, I'm going to be having a conversation with him, but I've never been in an opportunity working on something that's original to where you can, because you're not changing fucking MTI and you're not no, you changing when you're renting, you legally can't. So I would when, never think when the writer is in the room with you, then you can have a conversation. Exactly. I, and like I said, I don't know. We're only going off of what she said. And she may be phrasing it like I was just changing shit and being unprofessional, but the writers were like, no, she went about it the right way. We were in the room and she brought it up like, hey, I don't want to do it this way. And like, because we're just, it's all from a podcast and she could be saying things to get like little zany bites. It's true. All right. Oh, wow. These gays are trying to kill me with a cameo in their porno. In a recent Corbin Fisher gay porn, the intro features Eli and Tyler Tanner watching Jennifer Coolidge in the gay Netflix rom-com Single All the Way. See, porns are becoming real and authentic. Fucking after watching Jennifer Coolidge. Coolidge was honored with a cameo saying, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. This is so fucking funny. Mikey, do you know these gays? 
I don't know, but it makes me want a hot dog real bad. Yeah. I um, love Jennifer Coolidge. I love that we're currently in the Renaissance. Yes. Um, I I I will I'm I'm gonna make an admission right here. I okay. do know one of the homos. In do the not porn? ask. He and I communicate quite often and have for a, She's quite a, slut. a long time. She's a slut. So this is um, quite funny to me. Um, I have not asked for a comment on the record from him, um, but um, she is yes, I do know uh, Mr. Biblically. Tyler she she knows him biblically. No, uh, I wish. Uh, no, that did not happen. Um, almost happened. Did sure, not happen Jan. Did not happen. Um, we all like porn. We've watched porn once, at least. I've only watched porn once. Just to, that's how I. <laughs> that's a fucking lie. Um, Am I <laughs> Fucking heard one right in front know. of my salad. Really? Right in front of my salad, you're gonna make that bold face lie. Do you think having gay icons make cameos in porn is the new frontier? Why are we putting plot lines into porn? Because then it's not porn. It's still porn. It is still porn. As they joked on SNL last night, if you take out the porn, it's a movie about um, a stepmom. Like, I just, I can't. Like, I just can't. It's porn. Like, nobody wants to see your whole story. And some of these storylines are fucking wild. Like, well, I, mean, I do. I, I did not watch this one, but I can only assume that it was, um, they got hot and heavy because Jennifer Coolidge inspired them. That's cool. I have seen some wild ass porns. My, because that's the thing. In the bars in LA, one of my favorite bars, the Bullet Bar, every TV has a different porn on it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like, I'm just, I'm in the bar. I'm having a drink. Me and my friends are judgmental assholes. Obviously we're going to critique the furniture, the set that they use, the costuming, like the lighting. We're a bunch of assholes. Can I pitch an idea to you? Sure. Maybe it's out there. Maybe it's already done. Do we need to start a podcast about pornography commentary? Oh, like the set and everything like that? That already exists. No, I'm talking about the whole gay thing. What do you mean? Just everything about it. Like everything everywhere all at once about it or? Yeah. I don't like, but like, what would you talk about? I'm like, oh yeah, his cum shot went about like this far. and like, Exactly. Analyze it. Critique it. I cannot. I cannot. I will not. I'm going to be horrified. I'm going to be uncomfortable. Isn't that content? I mean, it's content. Isn't that the content we deserve? I don't know about deserve. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, congratulations, Jennifer Coolidge. Uh, this is a real honor for you. Like, this is her year. We're in the Renaissance. Um, but yeah, what other gay icons can you see? Imagine popping up in an a intro to a porn. What? What other gay icons do you think will pop up? I don't know. Britney Spears. How long, how long before you think um, not gay icon Caitlyn Jenner will appear in one? A porn? Absolutely. Maybe if it's like a, we're going to fuck on her face or some shit like that. And it's like a picture of her face that they're fuck. I don't know. It's like, why? Like nobody's watching for the, the porn storyline. Like it's, it's just. What do you watch for? For the sex. I want to get in and out. I just, I don't need a whole long. There it is. There it is. I don't need a 45 um, minute narrative about. This twink's 
crippling battle with unlocking a jar of mayonnaise or Brenda and how she's trying to get her, her sink fixed. They, and the, the pizza never gets delivered. Listeners, I would like you to DM me what kind of porn you think Mikey List watches. Yeah, good luck. Um, we are going to reveal the last one going to on reveal. the podcast. We're not saying what you watch. I'm just saying what the listeners think you watch based on what they've learned about you. Um, so please, DM I'm me. uncomfortable with this. Actually, do not do that. I'm actually very uncomfortable. This is going to be a red flag right there. Okay, fine. We won't do that. Um, I already know the answer, so it's fine. It's fine. We are red, red light, red flag. We're not doing that. Are you ready for our final topic? I don't know now. The docile sounds of the early 2000s will find its way to a stage real soon. The 2005 concept album Illinois, or as fans call it, Sufjan Stevens invites you to come to on Feel the Illinois is about to make its world premiere as a stage adaptation this summer at the Fisher Center at Bard. The musical will be directed and choreographed by Justin Peck, a Tony winner for his choreography for the revival of Carousel, as well as choreographing the 2021 screen adaptation of West Side Story. The music and lyrics will be from Stevens with a story by Peck and Jackie Silby's Drury. It will transform the album into a full-length theatrical performance with a cast of virtuistic dancers, singers, and musicians in a narrative as Illinois will lead us on a mighty journey through the American heartland from campfire storytelling to the edges of the cosmos. So basically, they're still working on the plot. The critically acclaimed album features the song Chicago, which became Stephen's best-known song after it was included in Little Miss Sunshine, as well as being used as the theme for the Netflix series The Politician. Now, I know you are a little bit younger than I am, so uh, 2005, you were in a different journey in life, but uh, are you familiar with Sufjan Stevens and Illinois? I'm familiar with Sufjan Stevens. I'm not super familiar with the album. My first question for you is, is this like an American idiot where the album tells a story or is it just like a collection of moments? I believe it's a collection of moments that are going to be like vignettes that will tell a story. That's the way it's sounding from the information. That's why I was like, I don't think there's a plot at the moment. Perfect. Then I don't hate it. I don't need a plot. Like working is a fun show that's just a review with different songs. Like it doesn't need to be a whole narrative it can just be a musical review put it on broadway let it flop give it a nomination or a tony award trying to read american idiot right now no 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 american idiot is brilliant because american idiot was a story it wasn't really vignettes like that it was a story from beginning to end because the album's a story from beginning to end i i do think that not every single album we love needs to be a stage show like if we want to do a biopic uh musical fine like i loved the share show i actually really liked on your feet too i hated mm-hmm. the donna summer one like i i read the reviews for billy joel like not everything needs to be we don't need to adapt every album and i think that with this if it's like a really really because i'm not familiar with the album is it like a fantastic album like life-changing I mean, I, I I know of the album. I that was a time of my life where I was starting um, college, so I listened to that kind of indie sound. Oh, so you were an, a bougie music. asshole that thought? No, you no, I wasn't. Because I, I was when I was that age. That was not the music I was listening to. Like I listened to it because people would send it to me, and it was the music of the time. And obviously, Little Miss Sunshine, one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, so I knew of the song. Yeah. Um, but what I will say is, I think there are a lot more 
jukebox musicals featuring a collection of music as opposed to an actual concept album or a single album put onto stage. Like I think one of the best ones, which hopefully we'll get our fucking revival on Broadway soon is the who's Tommy. Um, that one also Hades town. I found out recently was a concept yes. album. Correct. That was really like, Correct. if you're telling us like, if you're going to do like a concept album, that's like a story beginning to end, like the who's Tommy, like Hades town, like American idiot. Like that's brilliant. Like that's begging to be put to the stage. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, and sure. I have my two answers, but what other albums do you think can make their way onto the stage? Not, 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 like, artists. I want just the album. I have two for you. 21. Oh, so you want a, a, a sequel to American Idiot? Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm sorry. You, you want, you want a, you want yeah. a Dell? Uh, that album, that album, I feel like it tells a story. It tells a story from beginning to end of her breakup or even do 25. Eh, I feel like 25 is a little more. Uh, 25 is one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, I, I, But I think when you're looking at like, like story from beginning to end, I think that you could have a really, really gorgeous story with just 21. Obviously, they're going to probably mix in. Well, that's the thing. A I mean, few obviously, others. Jagged Little Pill was just Jagged Little Pill, but they threw in other songs as well because they needed it for the story. American Idiot, it was the complete album, yeah. top to finish, in order. Um, Savage Garden, um, their album. Fuck, what was it called? I feel like their album would be a really great stage show, also. They had more than one song that actually people listened to? The album's brilliant. Were you even like alive during that first album? Yes. The Affirmation album. That's the one. Which one is that? 1999, baby. You were were still in diapers. I, um, it's my husband's favorite album. So like we've, I've listened to it so many times. It would make a really great stage show. So here's the two albums I'm going to tell you. First, Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. I, yeah, like a Mamma Mia style, I think would be really good. Which is about the fucking band itself, because like literally that album is. But then so it's a biopic. But then that, but that's the thing. Are you talking about biopic? You or... can you can tell it inspired by their lives because that music is already in it. Their story is present. The other one, the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. I agree. I think that both of those could tell a really good story just with the one album, but like, I don't think that rumors has enough music as a whole to be a biopic musical. I'm not saying I want a biopic musical. I'm just saying there's a story within it. But it you said inspired. about their lives. It can be inspired by their lives. It doesn't have to be about them. You could have four different other people and it could still be the same story because their love, whatever it was, is very universal. I mean, you talk about don't um, fuck where you shit. Um, Korea, correct. Those people did that really badly, really, really badly. Could you imagine if they didn't fuck it up? They could be still touring as a group. They were touring as a group for a while. I know, and then they kept fucking it up and like, no more, we can't stand it. Yeah, I saw the last tour they did, the very last tour they all did together. What was that? uh 2017 2018 they did that and stevie nicks was there yeah fleetwood max like last tour they came into 
they came into LA. They were at the, uh, fuck, what's it called? What did they change the name to? The Forum. They, um, oh. Oh, Stevie Nicks is a, doing a 2023 tour, it looks yeah. like. But, so I'm just trying to see when the, like, when it was the last time they toured. I don't know. I really liked it. I, I felt like they were all very disconnected from each other, though. There was also a 30-minute drum solo mm-hmm. that I wanted to jump off the roof of the forum. 2013 to 2015 was the last time the five of them were together. No, they did one in... I'm literally, this is what Google just said. The then last must... tour with the five of Mick Fleetwood, Lindsey Buckingham, Stevie Nicks, John McVeigh, and Christy McVeigh was the On With a Show tour in 2013 to 2015. No, I'm looking at 2019 they did one. They might not have been all uh, Fleetwood Mac then. It was their f- first tour without Lindsey Buckingham and their final tour with Christine McVeigh. Exactly. So the last tour, all of them was Okay, okay. So then, no, I did not see that. I did see... Once they kicked Lindsay out, I think that was the hot tea was that he had gotten like just kicked out and they're like starting it out. And like the first one was like, I don't want to know. I'm like, oh, y'all are shady ass bitches. First song. That's my favorite of that album. I love that song. I love Landslide. Of course you do. You're a homosexual. No, I just like, it's just one of those things that I just, I love it. And like, I also always want to just get a Stevie Nicks with fringe and just like do the spin. I do it. I have these large ponchos that I frequently will Stevie Nicks spin. You should do it. I, I support it. Put it on TikTok. I don't do that. I don't TikTok. Um, but yeah, congrats, Sufjan Stevens, uh, theater maker. Snap, 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 baby. What are you looking forward to next week? I'm looking forward to tonight, the Oscars. I need to know. It's like, will you cry? Preparing. If I, if I have a perfect ballot, I will cry. Cause I threw some, some wilder ones on there. I threw some very like standard expected ones on there. Like if it goes according to me, we're going to see a very diverse winning group. So obviously I'm probably going to lose. Will Hannah Montana <laughs> star Austin Butler win? It's coming down to him or Brendan. I really don't want him to win. Cause I want Brendan Fraser to win. We'll see. But he has a very good shot. But he's been a little cocky in the news lately. And like he pitched a little fit recently about not being nominated for something or about Brendan Fraser winning. And it was like, that wasn't a cute look. And it like voters are still voting. You should um, read the four anonymous voters on Entertainment Weekly about their ballots. Um, When you are anonymous, you say some things that are very controversial. What did they say? I don't have time to... What do they say? Oh, it's what is what's the most controversial thing? Basically, being like Viola Davis was throwing a hissy fit for not being nominated, and we shouldn't just award people of color a nomination. Mm-hmm. And this is from a voting member. Jesus Christ, an actor. Okay, but it's anonymous, so we don't know who it is. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I'm looking forward to my first trip to the state of 
Tennessee. I am going to Nashville this weekend uh, to visit my brother. Um, I will be going to the Love Rising concert um, at um, Bridgestone Arena featuring the likes of Marin Morris, the Brothers Osborne, uh, Cheryl Crow, Hosier. Um, there might be some special guests there. I'm hoping a, a feature from Oramayari might happen. We'll see. I'm excited for it. Um, all the money is benefiting the grassroots campaigns in Tennessee to help the LGBTQ plus community and the battle of the ridiculousness uh, in Tennessee. Yeah. Tennis- Tennessee really looked at Florida and said, hold my beer. As... I've basically said anything that happened in Florida that actually passed, all the other states were like, yeah, let's do it now. And then we know it can work. Friends, do something. Sheriff story, donate, go volunteer, just do something. Yeah, fucking A, just do anything. All right, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, any projects you want to plug? Um, I'm on Instagram at Mikey Nichols Pate. I, um, there's still time. There's still time. The Oscars have not happened. When is this going up? It'll be up today. So there's still time. Go listen to my Oscar predictions with Michael. And then after that one, go listen to my in-depth Oscar predictions on all of the categories with my friend, Chris at Cross Border Interviews, um, no, no, we're not that on that. Now it's no, not them. So we used to be affiliated. Now we're our own little spinoff. Like we're, we're the Katie Keene to Riverdale. Um, so it's no, not them. I know you just made a gagging face, but like I have to make the joke. It's a good joke. Um, we have, it's our third episode since the spinoff started. And it's just like a two hour, no hour 45 breakdown of the different categories oh it's not three hours this year it's not i was very adamant i did not want to nobody wants three hours it's hour 45 um listen i will listen to a three-hour podcast i'll do it in parts but i'm not i'll I'll listen to it no it's hard but like there's still time especially if you're having an oscar party and you want to win get as much information as you can from people that watched all of the movies it's true we watched it it was fun i'm excited i'm already starting next year's by like looking at things that are coming out and going, okay, this looks like it's going to be nominated. This looks like Jenna Ortega for scream. That's not happening. Um, (laughs) Sally Hawkins for the lost King is probably going to pick up a bunch of nominations. So why is he lost? The King Richard, the third, they never found his body. He did. Yeah. But we need to find his body. It's like a cute little British. I I, I, I know the story. I saw the trailer for it. It screams gonna get nominated for Golden Listen, Globes. Listen, you know what's gonna be nominated for Best Actress in a Comedy Musical for the Golden Globes. Jennifer Lawrence in the, the grooming movie. Oh, that movie, I don't think it's gonna be nominated. I think Jennifer Lawrence is back doing her weird zany comedy, but I think what we're gonna see is um, a nomination for Color Purple. A couple of nominations. We'll see, we'll see. Um, Fantasia. You could be the next Jennifer Hudson. Perfect casting. <laughs> Crazy, Perfect right? casting. Perfect casting. Sure, she's old, but great. Perfect casting. She's here. Mikey, thank you for being here. I'm here. Until next time.